Welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I'm your host, Cody Kelly. Uh, wow, what a week. A uh, lot of interesting uh, developments from the possibility of Roger Stone being exonerated to former Democratic Governor Robert Goyevich actually being commuted uh, to the merger of E-Trade. Uh, being purchased by Morgan Stanley into the Las Vegas debate and just some of my thoughts on it. It's been a definitely interesting uh, series of events in the political and business world and I look forward to getting in it with you at It Is What It Is podcast. So uh, President Trump has said uh, that his former advisor, Roger Stone, has a very good chance on exoneration. Uh, Hours after the GOP operative was sentenced to 40 months behind bars for obstructing a congressional investigation of Russia's 2016 presidential election meddling. I'm following this very close and I want to see it play out to the fullest because Roger has a very good chance on exoneration in my opinion. Trump said Thursday in a speech at Hope for Prisoners event in Las Vegas where he had also blasted the jury for women in Stone's trial. In my strong opinion, the four women for the jury is totally tainted. Trump said calling the women we didn't mention by name an anti-Trump person. He also goes on to say that she, I guess, from what I hear, a very strong woman, very dominant person, so she can get people to do whatever she wants. He has claimed lawyers for Stone, who is 67, have filed a motion asking for a new trial. Stone supporters have said it is based on the comments uh, made by the jury forewoman, Tamika Hart. Uh, Hart ran for Congress uh, as a Democrat in 2012, and in fact, she disclosed uh, during jury selection as whether she could fairly evaluate the evidence. She said yes. Stone's lawyers did not seek to have her removed from the jury pool. U.S. District Judge Amy Berman uh, was presided over the trial in D.C. as praised George for this integrity. So some of my thoughts, I think, uh, I, I think right now uh, this, Trump is doing the get-out-of-jail-free card uh, and is basically using it on both sides to create peace and confusion. Uh, the, and in some instances, like the... the uh, uh, commutation of uh, Robert Goyevich's sentence, right? Commuting the sentence. So basically, uh, because he's already served time to a certain extent, basically uh, placing him down to a lesser charge. So basically, it'd be like time served and then he was released. And uh, the fact of the matter is, he probably shouldn't have went to jail. I understand selling the uh, Senate seat of president of, of, of former president uh, Barack Obama. Uh, it's definitely illegal, but is it a jailable fence? I don't believe so. Uh, so to have the sentence commuted to do this favor and then for a Democratic governor says what? You know, I think it's like, you know, giving the other team a hand up. And then it says, well, really, I'm not an evil guy, you know, <laughs> Uh, in Roger Stone's case, I, I didn't see him serving the full sentence anyway, whether this exoneration uh, were to follow or not. Um, Roger Stone definitely uh, obstructed justice. I think, you know, he's guilty of the crimes that were laid before him. But I think what's happening is that, A, the power of the presidency has grown exponentially to a point that it is... Uh, beyond, I think, the intended desire 
for a president or fully exercising all executive privileges. Uh, and then secondly, uh, it's also taking a crack at our justice system that we, I think, jail offenses that might not need to be jailed. That we have a broken system and then we can splinter it even further because brokenness begets brokenness, right? So I think this is a very strategic move um, on Trump's behalf, not supporting it in any way, shape or form. But it is definitely an interesting turn of events if he goes through with this and does eventually uh, exonerate Roger Stone. I think that the bigger issue is can the president do whatever the president feels is justifiable for a certain result or for the quote unquote good of the nation. And if that is true then do we have a president or do we have a king or a queen, right? Do we have uh, a dictator, you know? So I think it's interesting to see how democracy has evolved in this country. Uh, Or maybe it has always been like this and now it's just fully disclosed. Uh, So we'll see what happens in this. uh, But, you know, hats off to Rod being home. The Las Vegas debate, Democratic 2020 Las Vegas debate. Some of my thoughts... I think personally the overall winner was Senator Bernie Sanders. I think Joe Biden, uh, Vice President Joe Biden, had the best performance of his debating or his his debate stages in this candidacy run in this campaign. I think um, Senator Warren was solid as always. Amy Klobuchar uh, stood in there. Mayor Pete was good. Uh, Mayor Bloomberg was the pinata, uh, yeah, you know they, and rightfully so. You you can't jump late into the race, uh, gain all this attention, uh, have this track record that is beyond shaky, you know, and and then not think you're not going to get questioned. But that doesn't make you know that doesn't say he can't run. You know, if you are constitutionally eligible, anybody can run. But it, it does say that not only do you have to do your homework, you also have to understand where you messed up. And I know he, he apologized for stop and frisk, but it's a very detrimental policy. And it's, it has a lot of mixed reviews on it because on one hand, it was wrongfully discriminating and targeting black and brown communities. Uh, I, and then some proponent on the other side will argue and say, but it drove crime down. You know, it... I, <laughs> But there's not a true examination of the other parts of the city that uh, there's a, min- a minority of a minority, a small representation of black and brown communities where violence still occurred. You know, so I, there's so many factors that I think go into that equation that I think is unfair to provide a true assessment. What is true is that these practices were inherently discriminatory based on one solid feature, and that feature being race, ethnicity. Uh, and that in and of itself is inhumane and immoral. Uh, but can people evolve? Can people change? Can people grow? And the answer to all of that is yes. Uh, and can Mayor Bloomberg be a solid president? And the answer to that is probably yes. Uh, so I don't think that you know Mayor Bloomberg's candidacy is, is dead in the water. What I do believe is that he's going to have to retool and refocus his message. And understand that you, hey, you can't just buy a billion dollars worth of ads and commercials and think that's the way to it. You have to get out there. You have to meet. You have to apologize. You have to go to churches, community events. To you have to hit the ground. You have to campaign. You can't 
rest on your laurels because you can afford more than your competitors. And he's basically using that privilege. And that's where I think he, you know, faced the biggest scrutiny. Uh, Senator Warren hit him with a lot of stuff, even the non-disclosure agreements that he has with some of the accused, uh, the women accusers, you know. So um, I think also I, I, I plan to see another candidate drop out after this primary. Um, but I, I will say that if the top three are Sanders, Biden, Bloomberg, or or Biden or Bernie or or Sanders, Bloomberg, Biden, uh, the differentiation is going to come with uh, the ability to understand what needs to happen to have that next wave of evolution and at the same time not lose focus from the middle. And I think that candidate will be the one that will likely uh, emerge. Morgan Stanley is buying E-Trade for about $13 billion in an all-stock deal. Discount brokers like E-Trade have enraged a vicious fight for customers. Uh, when Charles Schwab announced that it would eliminate the fees to charge customers on trade, you're starting to see some of that similar actions to that from uh, J.P. Morgan and Chase. Charles Schwab, TD American Holding Corp. said they would merge, creating a colossus of a rival for E-Trade. So because of automation, because of the fourth industrial revolution, because of the advanced engineering of robotics, uh, the need for human capital in spaces is uh, argarious or or antagonistic against profit. And if a robot can do it for cheaper, faster, and more efficiently based off of algorithms, you know, they'll do that. And if the feedback or the, the selling point is it eliminates fees because these were the fees that we basically paid the broker and that's how they made their commission – then the consumer takes it and digests the information or digests or is not become palatable or non-immoral, or I won't say moral, but non-immoral or amoral because nobody wants to pay extra for the same service. Uh, was this a smart acquisition? Yes, Morgan Stanley should have done this. You're going to see more and more M&A activity. But I think it speaks to a larger issues that you have bigger companies becoming bigger companies. You have giants becoming what? Titans? <laughs> you know, and then after Titans, what's the next, you know, move? This isn't the Marvel Universe. You can't just collect all six of the Infinity Stones and then snap your fingers, right? And that's, to me, is what we're seeing. Uh, we're seeing a, uh, basically, a, a economic cold war, if you, if you want to uh, label it. I'm going to dub it. That's going to be my official dub, the economic cold war. And companies are just bulking up because the revenue is there. Maybe because the economy is doing so well, uh, but because of the fact that you can purchase with stock and not a cash deal, you just you know give up a certain percentage of ownership uh, for something that can be increased in value or devalued, um, I think just adds a new element to the game. Uh, so hats off to Morgan Stanley. Uh, that was a wise trade. Obviously, they're going to compete with those like a Charles Schwab. And TD, and I'm sure the next big wave of MA activity is coming down the pipeline. Thank you.
This has been another episode of It Is With This Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Kelly. I love doing these segments, love going over the top, relevant news that affects you in our communities. Um, just engaging with you. Follow me on Instagram at CBMK33. But until next time, thanks.